Welcome back to the best No Judgment Zone space in the world. I am Troy McClure, also starring as Marvelous, aka Soulful King Marvelous. You may remember me from some podcasts like The Particle Sons. Yes, I'm that solo dude. And he is not Javis Joseph. Just a basic bitch. And I don't like. I don't like how you. Call we on, are the particle sons. You calling on dead homies? I don't, I don't like how you just calling on, on on dead homies and taking on their their, their persona. Man. I'm not taking on the persona. I'm paying homage. You paying homage? Is that homage, man. Okay. Remember, right. it's not culture appropriation. It's culture appreciation. I got it. I got it. That's the difference between them. Troy come out the grave and slap you. <laughs> we'll see how much homage you be paying. <laughs> Yeah, I don't appreciate getting slapped by no ghosts. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start this <laughs> show. Um, to the folks at home, welcome. To hey. the folks that are new, you're in for a treat. Because yeah, he's just a natural dirt bag. You're in for a treat or a surprise. One of the two. One of the yeah, two. Pick your, pick your struggle. Yeah, pick so your poison. Yeah. Um, you, on the YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Um, on all the outlets and stuff as well. Don't be shy. Leave comments. Don't be shy. Get leave ratings. Comments. And let us know how you feel. One star, five star. Five star general. This side. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. That's how it spreads, man. It's like, you know, it's like a bad cold. It's like, like COVID. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't be shy. No and shy. let's start the show. So, how are you doing today, kind sir? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's a it's a midweek flex. You know, and just chilling like a villain. That's what's up. So, we we had a few things to clear up before we get going. You know, where we get going with the stuff for the peoples and everything like that. Clear up a few. Let's take a deep breath and. What the fuck is wrong with you not watching my sex tape? No, it's uh, listen, man. I got to work with you every week. And so what does that got to do with the price of tea in China? I don't know, man. It's Because if your, your performance so me, ain't good and she starts calling you names and shit like that, I got to do. Wait, wait, hold on. My, so my, wait, hold on. And my performance isn't good and she's calling my name. No, no, no. She starts calling you names. She's not calling your name. Oh, oh. She's calling oh. you every other name but your name. That's disrespectful. It's very. I won't make a sex tape with a woman like that. I delete that. And I gotta sit with you every week, and these names just keep popping in my head. So hold on, you could have looked me in my eye. I could look in your eye if if I see your sex tape. Yeah, I just might. You got to put on a grade A performance. No starfishing. No, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm gonna put on. You gotta be a star boy. I'm gonna put on a performance. Can't be a motherfucking starfish, star boy. I'm 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 going for the slammy. Slammy. (laughs) Instead of porn, (laughs) a Grammy, a slammy. I'm I'm going for the the slammy. A slammy. <laughs> I need one. You need a slammy? <laughs> I need a slammy you need, now. You need a slammy? I actually need a slammy. So, okay. When it comes to porn, mm. right? Do you compare your dick size to the porn star's dick sizes? I wouldn't say compare. Rather live my life vicariously. <laughs> so, like, if like you're watching something like Mandingo. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I've never seen your dick. Yeah. Mandingo's working with a cannon. Right. That thing looks like it's probably like 13 inches or something like that. About right. that. Probably. 
So you're imagining that you're using a 13-inch cannon to pipe down this woman. No, I'm actually feeding and vibing off of her performance. Now, she's either going to operate two ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, that that's probably, you know, three to six, maybe seven. I'll stretch seven inches. Okay. And then she could be like, oh. That's eight and above. Okay. That's eight and above. Okay. Right, right. So, so I'm looking for her performance. Okay. Mm. See, I, I had a friend. He doesn't jerk into no porn unless the porn guy's dick resembles his. Wow. He must do a lot that's of searching. The, oh, that's a lot goes, of searching. He goes with those pages on the hub. Is, yeah. He goes with those pages on the hub. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's why I think where you were going with the whole vicarious thing. You want something to kind of resemble you. So I'm like, if oh, you're no, not working no, with yeah. 13, are you trying to picture a life if you had 13? No, 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 no. I just want the reaction. I just want her reaction. I, I watch lesbian porn. You watch lesbian I mean, porn? Lesbian porn and stuff, whatever. So I just learn how to eat boxing. I like the way two women moan and look together. Hmm? See, that's I'm simple. That works. I'm a simple guy. That works. Okay. Um. So we, we, we were beatboxing and stuff. Uh, we pulled the question. We pulled the question in the past, but we never really got into it. So let's get into it. In 2021, should women be submissive to their men according to the Bible? According to the Bible? Yes. Um, I don't think women should be submissive to their men. Really? Yeah. Why? I, I feel like it goes hand in hand, but I mean, if you want to be... Yo, don't go half-ass with the Bible. Either you do it or you don't. So go ahead. Let me hear me. Let me hear you out. Well, I mean, again, I never take the Bible in its literal sense. So right. I'm always looking for the allegory or the lesson that's being taught through whatever the scriptures it might be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of strong-willed characters, female characters that are in the Bible that probably a lot of those a lot of those rules and lessons probably wouldn't go over so well with them if they was approached to back in the day. So we got to understand the times. Could, and you, could, could you name one for the folks that don't read the Bible? Ruth was a, you know, a strong female character. I mean, God What book was she in? She's in the Old Testament. You don't know where? Because um, you, you call out Ruth like you like, you know... Um, and she was like Aunt Jemima making a pancake. No, like you no, knew I can't, remember exact, I can't remember exactly. I would have to search. I would have to search. Been a while. Been a while. Mm. I mean, she's one. I mean, there's um. You have the Queen of Sheba. Yes. Right. She's strong-willed, although she wouldn't be considered keyword queen. Although, and you wouldn't consider her an Israelite or anything like that. That would probably have to. Succumb to those type of rules anyway, because we got to understand it was a specific people given a specific set of rules. Correct. Right. But on a just just a human and spiritual level, I just think it's I think it's got to be more of a give and take. And we got to we all have to have duties that we bring to the table. And 
I don't know if there's, you know, it, if it's sexist to think that some jobs might be more suited for men, uh, or for men mm-hmm. and some jobs may be more suited for women. It is. Welcome to the sexist side. But I mean, if that's the case, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's how things should operate. But I think the person with the strongest strength to do the, the job at hand should do that job at hand. I mean, you play, you play into... Uh your likes and dislikes and your your strengths and your weaknesses, period. Yeah. Within a relationship, I might be the spender, she might be the saver. Right. Right? So I might be, I want to say, loose with money and she might be more frugal or smart with the money. With her money. Right? Does that mean I should be running the bills or, or like controlling and paying the bills and stuff, whatever? I don't think so. No. Nah. No. Nah. It's the better person fit for the job. Exactly. But I see, okay, when I look at certain things that pertain to like the Bible, and let's say you have the Christian Catholic people mm-hmm. who follow it, mm-hmm. who, who claim they follow it until a level of like regimen. Right. Things they should do shouldn't stray away from the Bible. And my this is my opinion. Right. So now when you come to a situation about submit, it's not really a man or a woman, like a man must do this and a woman must do that. Yeah. But it's something we're in a collective that we have our roles to play. Yeah. And it's understood that you have a role to play. So you shouldn't deviate from your role because I think when we're saying I do to each other, yeah. we're agreeing. It's to, a partnership. This, we're, making partnership. Up, we're making yeah, this partnership. We're making this partnership and stuff in front of God. Right. That we're agreeing to uphold our thing. So if you're given sex in the beginning, yeah. and then now you're saying like, I don't need to suck a dick. I pushed out three babies for you. Uh, you're breaking the partnership. I didn't agree to this. Yeah, you agree to that, to that part. When we before you got the ring, whatever it was like, shit. It was blowjob Tuesdays. <laughs> like yo, what? Why? Why blowjob Tuesdays go out the window? Right, right. Oh, the kids and stuff are up on Tuesday. It's okay. Blowjob Tuesday nights. Yeah, Every reschedule. Mother's Day needs a Mother's Night. There you go. There you go. I just feel like that. Yeah, that's just my thing. So let me ask you: In the Bible, does church and cheating mix? No, it doesn't mix. Do they talk about it in the um, Bible that you remember? Well, I mean, not specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the the verses about adultery, right? Right. Um, the ver- the verse about adultery and stuff is is scattered though, because it's, it's, it's in the Ten Commandments. Yeah, it's in it's in the commandments. Um, the commandments need to spice. It's in the it. New Testament too. It is mm-hmm. where, um, if. It's. I think it was either Matthew or Mark, but one of them has said, "Those who have uh, thought of thought of." I'm paraphrasing, but those who have thought about sex in their mind have already committed adultery. Adultery. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. That's in the New Testament. Yeah, and we're going by the New Testament, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's saving everything, man. And, then, and it ain't saving everybody. Hold and on, everything, hold on, hold on. Why with me? People use the Bible all the time to fit their liking. I know. I Why know. I can't use it to fit my go liking? Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, squeeze okay. you in. Let me, let me get squeeze you in. So, Ten Commandments. Right. Ten Commandments are the ones. If you break those things, you cannot get into heaven. Yes. And unless you repent. Right, they say about re- re- repenting. You repenting your sins that your your sins are washed and you forgive. Then you get to go through the pearly gates. So you have to repent if you break a commandment. A commandment. So okay, and it doesn't matter which commandment 
break as long as you repent. As long as you repent. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. All right. I can make it then. Yeah, yeah, no, I can make it. This, this, this time. This time. This time. I was kind of scared. I was about to start waiting for sweat from my forehead. Like, yeah, yo, wait. Hold on. Because no, no, no. here's my thing. The Ten Commandments, I feel like they should get... They're basic rules. I feel like they're basic rules, but... Out of the ten, out of the ten, which one? Which one do you think we could do without, or maybe readjust? Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not steal. A lot of motherfuckers out here, me included, got an IPTV. <laughs> we out here stealing free, free cable. Isn't that stealing? It's. It is true. Okay, <laughs> it is. It is true. It is stealing. I have an IP. No, I have but a VPN. Are, but are we just? Is it just? Is it justified? It's not justified. <laughs> You see, wait, wait. you pulling a marv. What? You pulling a marv. Why you, why you shut it down so? I, I, I'm just, I'm saying, is it okay. justifiable? Okay. 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 What okay. if we're not? Run it. Run it. Go ahead. Let me hear this. What if we're not really stealing? Okay. Right. Right. But we're taking our bounty from the war we just won against the cable companies. You like that? You like that? Good guy, you say nothing about that. Right? Right? You remixed the fuck out of the Ten Commandments right there. Listen, listen. (laughs) When the Israelites went to war, they kept their spoils. So your war with the cable company. My war with the cable company. (laughs) The phone company. (laughs) Allows me this little loophole. (laughs) Yo, that is... You know, let's look at these Ten Commandments real quick, man. Let's let's, Let's run them off. Run them off. Let's run them. Run them off. Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. I did a soup kitchen. A chick called Beyonce her god. Yeah, yeah. People look at they idol worship, right? It's idol worship. You shall not make idols. There's tons of them. Yeah. All right. There's a show called (laughs) American American Idol. American (laughs) Idol. Australian Idol. Canada's Idol. Canada's Idol. Okay. Um. You should not take the name and you should not take the name of the Lord in vain. That's every porno. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. People say, God damn. Mm-hmm. And like people are like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think this, these things might need to go, man. I don't know. We we not making the cut. All right, hold on. Number four. Yeah. Remember Sabbath day to keep it holy. Which day is the Sabbath? Is it Sunday or is it Saturday? Okay, so technically it should be Saturday. Right. But we far removed from where Saturday worship we go to and Sunday. it's on Sunday. Okay, if we look at the Holy Roller Squad, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Where are they at? They shut down on what day? Sunday. Sunday. Not Saturday. Sunday. We're confused. Some of these Ten Commandments got to go. It's confusing. Okay. It's confusing. Honor your mother and honor your father. What if you had a mom like Precious that beat the shit out you? Or your, you know, your pops was like abusive, you know? Hey, Billy, go get me a beer before I box you. You know, one of those ones. Do you honor them? Yeah. Do you still need to honor them? Yeah, but I think that, again, we're, we're dealing with the times. So I think we're, it's in the times where we had probably, there might have been less Less of an asshole type parents. Okay, but we're in current times. What else I'm saying? I, yes, we, I'm it saying. needs to be so, respiced. So, 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 that, that's back in the time. Nowadays, 
You gotta play that one. You gotta, you gotta play that one by ear. If they're good to you, then you gotta be good back. Okay. okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You should not commit murder. Thou should not Yo, kill. We, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna keep that one. We'll yeah, keep that, that, that we one. Gonna, that one we keep. That one we keep. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You looking for the loophole? Well, because, you know, like, if you shoot my dog, I kill your cat, you know. Wait, 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 because that might fall underneath the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, Here yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might be able Here to squeeze go. under the eye for eye, tooth for tooth loophole for that one. Okay. All right, all right. You should not commit adultery. So see, I guess... Now, see, this is where we're now. So we're back here now. We're, we're back here we're back now. Here. We're back okay. here. Okay. We're back here. Okay. So... So maybe we need to define the term adultery. Facts. <laughs> 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 Yo. Before we go too far. This is, this is, before we go too far. Black men don't cheat. Man, right. Black boys cheat, but they're trying to figure themselves out. So mm. if they repent... And they kind of because you can still repent. You can you can still growth repent. and development. Growth and development. Growth and development. Not steal. We covered that. You should not bear false witness against your neighbor. It's not, is that stop snitching? Stop snitching. Is that stop snitching? Yeah, I mean, no, nah, I so, mean, if you're telling the truth, though, it's not really. It's just, it says you can't bear false witness. But so let's say nothing about snitching. But, okay, but there's tons of fake news out here. This is true. We're just in coming out the damn Donald Trump era. This is true. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. That one might need to... We got a lot of fake news. That, have you seen social media? Yes. It's fake news overload. Yeah. COVID shot. <laughs> Somebody said, I didn't see the needle go in. They, they had a point, Marv. They didn't really see the needle go. They in. didn't see the point. It was in my skin. It was a free. It was a free shot. You know how Photoshop works. Yeah, you should not tip. covet. Covet what? Like when your feet's cold, you can't cover your feet. <laughs> covet what? No, I think that's like take neighbors' goods or something like that. Or I think that's what covet. Means. But if we live in a socialist society, that means we're all sinning. No. Because nobody owns anything. So I'm not really taking the neighbor's things. I'm taking, just going into neighbor's house. Taking, right. Just get some sugar. You're just, you're just born the just, sugar that was already yours to begin with. Um, yeah. It was community sugar. It just so happened to be in his house. I should take my Bible and just go to like a socialist society. Probably. Probably. You can get away with it. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Church again. Church again. It's always nice to have church. Always. Nice. Always, always, nice. always a pleasure yeah. to have freaking church. You're breaking down the scriptures. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. Okay. No, so when it comes to okay, so when it comes to the adultery thing, right? Right. Let's talk about Pastor Carl Lentz. Yeah. So Pastor Carl That's Lentz, Bieber's pastor, right? Yeah, that's Bieber's pastor. Yeah. He had his run in with mm. adultery. Yes. Yeah. He actually cheated with a Muslim woman. Oh word? So I mean, I mean Oh word. So he but he, he I mean not only did he adulterate. Adulterate? <laughs> <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> Now, did you adulterate? Not only did he adulterate, but he 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 crossed the lines. He too? crossed the he crossed the whole new religious. Crossed sect. the lines. Okay. So my thing is stuff is that they came after him hard. Hillsong Ministries, right? They excommunicated him. Hmm. And they you know they said no no this is not the way we operate here, and they kind of kicked him out. Yeah, not kind of they did. Kick yeah, him yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And 
the thing that kind of threw me off was I don't think she should kick him out. I think she should just remove him from pastor. Mm. Because from a head, a head person like that of the ministry yeah. to commit, uh, break a Ten Commandment, yeah. that's a serious thing. That's a serious thing. I don't think you should excommunicate them because if he cheated because he lost his way or something along those lines where he didn't understand how he was feeling. Right. Where are you supposed to go when you're confused? And not to the house of the Lord? You're supposed to go to the house of the Lord. But he went to, I mean, the Muslim side, you know? He went to the house of Amit? The house of Amit? That's where he went? Yes. Um, yeah, it's like, why would you excommunicate? Because what, what kind of message does that send to the rest of the congregation? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not part of the congregation. I'm, I'm shook as shit because I look at it where, what if I'm just a person struggling with, you know, the thought? Right. Just the thought. Just the thought. Like you said, just right. the thought, you're, you're, that's adultery. Adultery, right. Adulterating. Adulterating. <laughs> <laughs> with that thought coming up, you're in a situation where you're kind of confused and scared and you tend to turn to, they tell you when you're in times of crisis, turn to the good book. Yeah. So, and if the, you can't, let's say, it's an interpretation. If you can't translate or interpret the proper scripture and everything like that, you mm. would turn to people from the church. Right, right. How the hell is the church kicking you out or not paying you no attention or excommunicating you from the church? Where are you supposed to turn to? Yeah, this is true. This is true. And this man who baptized Bieber, mm -hmm. baptized a lot of celebrities mm -hmm. as well, has done a lot of good. And we kind of just, we just wipe away his existence like that from the church. He granted, he issued a public apology yeah. to the church, to his wife and his family for his adulterating ways. <laughs> I, I think that, might, that, be word that might be that the move. That might be the new the, move for 2021. It might be the move for 2021. Don't be surprised. <laughs> Adulterate. <laughs> so, I mean, do we put our pastors on the pedestal? I think I think a lot of a, a lot of church followers mm -hmm. who are dedicated put their pastors on a pedestal. Aren't they people just like us though? They are people just like so, us. So I mean they are people just like us. But isn't that even if we're putting them on a pedestal, isn't that creating idols? Do not create idols? Yeah. Come on, this church is slapping here. It is. It is creating idols. I mean, if you... You should not worship a person any more than your deity. If you're a Christian. That, I mean, right. this is what the basis of the Bible. This, do not have any other gods before me. For me, correct. You think he wants you to have any damn human before him? That's, that's kind of true. I mean, I think in some people's world and stuff, they would probably have like, let's say if God is like on step three, like for the highest step, yeah, they might have TD Jakes on step two, like right oh, there. Oh, I, I just I don't doubt it. But I mean, it's just I mean, look how the way the system is set up. Mm -hmm. People look at the Pope Fact. as the ultimate representative of God on earth. Yeah. So the you know what I mean they'll kiss his feet they'll go they want to touch him and shit like yeah, dude's a regular dude a regular dude he eats shit and piss just like everybody else 
<sighs> yeah, that's so crazy. Just like everybody else. Like, you know, we in the studio, this, this flickering light making me feel like there's a thunderstorm. Just stretch your hand over to that, that knob over there and just slide the slider down right at the side. Slide it in. Maybe yeah. just kill some of that flicker. There we go. So let me ask you this. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you still be in love and cheat? Yes. How? Um, it's a good question because you, you would think that love would prevent you from doing all of these things. Right. Right? But I think people fall to moments of weakness. Um, moments of anger. Moments of isolation. Mm. Uh, and, you know... And I think it's never good, not to cut you, I just think it's never good to feel alone in a relationship. Yes. Yes. the point of you being in a relationship is a togetherness it's, it's, type it's to, aspect. It's a togetherness aspect. Right? And there's situations where people, are, you're exactly right, they're, to, they're together, but still feel like they're missing something. And it's not, it's not um, the fault of the other person. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, I mean, we've, we've discussed this before. Sometimes you're in a relationship. It's not always going to be 100%. You no, got to get... There's no sunshine gotta, and rainbows. Yeah. yeah. There's the give and take, right? right? And she may have 80% and you might you be... Need. Of what you need, right? But that 20% of what you want, she doesn't have. Now, you got to now say to yourself, is the twenty percent that I don't have that much? Is that is it that important? Is it that much of a, a deal breaker? Because if it is, then you should remove yourself from the relationship. But a lot of people don't want to remove themselves from the relationship because they want their cake and eat it too. The other eighty percent is there, right? Right. And they love that other eighty percent. They they you know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. Because why would you leave? Why would you leave? I want to say. Why would you leave a situation where you're replacing fantasy over reality? Right. Like the reality is there that this person is there for you, seems to help that do a part, et cetera, et cetera, being in the foundation type of thing, where the fantasy and stuff is that you don't know where set next person and stuff, like you your world will lie with them. You don't. You don't know if they hell, can even boil fucking water. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but then you're risking it for the biscuit. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 always gonna to me. I always feel like that's a conundrum that the older I get, I hope I get close to solving it. Like they always say, why do men cheat? I look at it as why do people cheat? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Evil women. Why do people <laughs> cheat? That's all I'm saying because I, it comes down to it where you're right. The, the needs, 20 to 80% of what you need and is the, the wants. You have to figure that out within yourself within before yourself. you proceed. Right. I just look at it as like, I, I thought about Pastor Carl Lentz and I was like, you, like, well, him. And this is not in, this is never in the judgment zone mm-hmm. type of realm. No, we're not. But it's no, a situation where... You try to make sense of you guys. Yeah, you, you know, try to make sense you try to make sense of certain certain things, right? Because we're all human. Exactly. Right? And 
anyone could be faced with this problem. It's not of it's course. not an isolated thing. Of course. Right? So yeah, the, it's not. the more you the more you can have some sort of understanding, the better it is that you may be able to protect yourself from a similar situation. Well, exactly. That's that's what school's all about. Or let me say, like, let's say post-secondary school, like university and college. Yeah. They give you theory. And then when you're when you're working in the field, you're doing the practical. Right. Right? You gotta, if you at least have some theory to go by, then you can make the best decisions when you're in that situation. Exactly. It's just a person in his weakness. Remove the past name aspect. Carl in his weakness. Right. Succumb to the weakness. But I think if it's a repeat situation, I think that's where it might be a problem. Yeah. In this case, it was a repeat situation. It was a repeat situation. It was a repeat situation. Right. I think if it's the first time, like, hell, if I cheat, if I was to cheat for one time and stuff, whatever, like, you know, the cleanup is real. Yeah. If I go wash my face and, you know, clean my nuts off, I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. I ain't telling a goddamn soul. <laughs> I'm taking that to the grave. You take it to the grave. but I, And I think, though, if... If you reach that stage, right? Mm-hmm. It's happened, right? Let's say it's the moment of weakness and it's happened. Mm-hmm. You realize it's happening and then you feel the remorse of, of the, your act mm-hmm. after, right? You, you shouldn't have done it, this, that, and the third, right? But you said that even a thought, you're now adult trading. Even even a thought, right? But let's say you've, you've carried on with the act and you, you've gone through it, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're saying to yourself, shit, I've made the biggest mistake in my life, mm-hmm. right? And then the ne- that next person, the next person is trying to, you know what I mean, trying to continue on with it, but you're like, no. It's like, what we did was wrong. I made a mistake. This, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. I love my wife. I love my family. Or I love my husband. I love my family. This ends now, right? Mm-hmm. We can say that person Loves his wife and possibly loves his family. Right. right? But I don't know if I can give you that same type of, you know what I mean? That that same type of leeway if you do it again. Because then now, what are you really sorry for? What was the remorse about? That you bust fast the first time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think you, I you mean, just really you, want, the second, just, the first round really is you. Want to go in the first round is you. Sure. Yeah, the second round is really for her to prove just, a point. Just let her know that if like, I wasn't with somebody, this is what you would. This get. is what you would get. <laughs> but because I was pent up with a lot of feelings and weakness, yeah. why you got the first five you minute, the, you know, yeah, strokes you of action? Yeah. But and truly, I can give you a fifteen, yeah. including a little foreplay with it, whatever. So we good to go. <laughs> That's the only reason why you that, got to. You got to hold that in your memory because after that one, there's no more. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we're gonna give we're gonna give two, and then if it's a third two. time, if it's a third time, <laughs> you fucked guy. up. You get fucked up. No, but no, but it's kind of like it's like when you're saying do a tank sucking dick. You suck a dick twice. That don't make you gay. Suck it the third time. Yeah. You got it there, right? No, no, you get there. I'm kind of thinking after the second time. After the second time? Okay, okay, okay. It's just me. Just me. Okay. Once bitten, twice shy. Yeah. Okay. I, what I don't like, let me say this. What I don't like about the whole Carl Lentz situation is that it's just, they just, the media, the people, social media at the time, they just kind of, oh my gosh, the pastor cheated. 
some people like, oh, what else is new? Pastors do this like on the regular. Right. And then they just kind of try to no, dry erase all the good that he's already done mm-hmm. prior to the event. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, why do people always do that? Why do they constantly like erase all the good a person has done for the one bad? MLK had a situation, yeah. but it came out after his death. After his death, yeah. Do we now erase all the good that this man just did and we just passed MLK Day? No. You know what? I think it's, again, I think it's good to know simply for the fact that, yeah, he's a human being. Mm-hmm. It, just, it makes him even more human. Knowing the fact that this man had weaknesses that he succumbed to. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Without the things that he has done, where would the advancement of you know me America be? So you make him seem like he's like Elon Musk. Well, he did a lot for. I mean, I wouldn't just say black people, but white people with the acceptance of black people. I mean, he has he did a lot for that. So we can't we can't now just discredit him because he had an adult and a. He adulterated. He adulterated. He adulterated. He adulterated. We can't just wipe off the summer dance yeah, and everything. We can't just like wipe all too. of that. Yeah. I agree. I agree to that. See, because I'm always, I'm always on the fence of that they do that constantly. Like the world tends to do that a lot. You do that to Robert Sylvester Kelly. I don't know why. Mm. But look at those hits, man. I know, but he's one. <laughs> that after he begged for forgiveness and said remorse, went back, then begged for forgiveness and remorse, and gave us, he saved me. Yo. He saved me. Then went back. Killing me. Killing me. Kels. I, uh, can't save him. Kels, the only person that can beat you in verses is yourself. That's why they don't put you in the ranking. Hashtag just saying. <laughs> Yo, I have to hold it down for Kels. Um, no, I like the funny thing too, I want to say, like even us talking earlier about the whole situation with the Ten Commandments. Right. Certain rewrites and all that, but we always speak about rewrites and stuff about how the, how the Bible needs to be spiced and new marketing. Mm-hmm. People won't want that because they're very reluctant to change. Why do you think people are reluctant to change? Just like changes have to change. They, they say change is going to come. It, change is going to come, but I, I think it's with, with most, I would, I would say fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not having an ounce of preparedness for anything. Because if you're somebody who, who's always in preparation mode, you're not really worried about change. Right. Because you understand that. If you fail to plan, you plan to yeah, fail. Exactly. So you're, you're waiting for whatever. You're waiting for You're waiting you're, for you're whatever. whatever, yeah. Matter of fact, you might welcome change because you're kind of bored of waiting for, for whatever. Right? True. Now, on the other side of that, if you're a person who has no clue or time of what day it is, then even the next minute for you is scary. I thought, you know, when you were saying that, you have some people, remember the show Doomsday Preppers? 
Yes. You have your doomsday preppers. These people have like bunkers, specific spots in their house, what to do if shit hits the fan. Right. All the above. So many people have like tons of like canned foods and canned goods, things that's non-perishable, very hard to perish. Yeah. And they spot. Then you have the people when the pandemic hit, toilet paper went missing. They're fighting over everything. And they're, I want to say, them, them near, not scared, would be a bad choice of word, but the fear of the unknown, like you said. All right. When they're even driving to the store. All right, yeah. Oh my gosh, what if COVID people might be there? Oh my gosh, what if they have no toilet paper? Yeah. What if they have no canned goods? Exactly. What if this trip is in vain? Exactly. Because they didn't plan properly. They didn't plan proper. They, did, they didn't. They, <clears throat> I'm they weren't prepared for that change. Yeah. Right. And that was definitely a change. That was a hell of a change for the world. But but you're right. The the doomsdayers, they're sitting down comfortable watching people panic on the news with their popcorn. All right, I'm gonna go take a shit now. Yeah, same thing. You're like, we've been waiting for this. Yeah. You've been waiting for this because you're so used to it, you're expecting the change. I mean, I feel like tons of people on the planet, they get to a point where I want to say they're good or they settle. They come to a point of comfortable. Yeah, they're comfortable. So if you're comfortable and stuff, do you really want the change and everything? Do you is the change still gonna have to come? Like well, if you're comfortable, you probably want status quo. Define that. What do you mean? Well, you just want you just want it to just be as is. You just right. want to continue continuing on. If you're already comfortable, you don't want that because change could bring about something that's not comfortable. That's the other part to it, right? Well, I mean, you could be you could be a stock market millionaire today. The market crashes tomorrow. Right. That ain't the change you want. No. But I mean, I like. I look at it and stuff like there's situations where okay, well take me for example. Me, I felt like my marriage that I was in yeah. was was good, was stable, we're all for each other, all of the above. Right. Me in my mind, I'm thinking everything I want fucking status quo. Right. Right? Right. She did what she did. Yeah. And that was a change. That was a change. I'm not expecting that kind of change. I want motherfucking status quo. And right. I'm pretty sure a lot of people in a relationship or a marriage yeah. and a partnership, they want status quo. So you're saying that change is still going to come regardless? Change is going to come regardless. Did oh, you not change? change? There, oh, I, yeah, but what about my relationship? It changed, though. Your relationship changed, but guess what? It can also change for the better. Hmm. It, it has the opportunity to change for the better and not the worst. So you're in a situation where you just have to be, you, it's, it, you couldn't prepare for it. You can't, but I feel, I feel like it's a silver lining to it where I see what the, the, the beauty you're finding in it. Yeah. I just look at it where there's a point where some people won't agree with you. And one, and one part, I want to agree with you and another part, I know for a fact, there's tons of people who are saying like, no, because you have this situation where I felt like I was one. Right. I felt like I was whole. Mm-hmm. And the changes that I was going to do to myself to mm-hmm. be a better me mm-hmm. wasn't going to involve my relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
Because you you figured that was fine already. Right. And nothing needed to change about that. So it's kind of like if I'm in church. That's the first mistake you you made. But continue. Continue. Why so mean? Your words cut deep into any sword. We're having, we're opening it. Let's go. Continue. So then then you have a situation where kind of like church folk. Right. Let's say they were living um, and folks at home listening. I'm not shitting on you. But you have a moment where they feel like their life is okay, but it could be better if they trust in the Lord. Yes. They realize they could be doing some things that they shouldn't be doing because they were, they adhere to the good book now, whatever. It's kind of like, I mean, tons of women and stuff, whatever. Like, oh, you should have met me in my 20s. I was a hoe. <laughs> hoe, it means heaven on earth, by the way. <laughs> be my heaven on earth. Continue but, to hoeth. Yeah, but then when they get older, and this is where the, um, I want to say the celibacy comes in, certain type of aspects come in for them to get kind of better. Right. Or be a better version of them. And they're like, you know what? They kind of lived a life where they kind of strayed away from the basic instructions before leaving earth, the Bible. Right. So that's why I feel like not a lot of people, the change thing, they'll, they'll, I'll agree with you. Mm-hmm. But they feel like it's a personal situation where like my change shouldn't in fact affect, let's say, my job. Right. My relationship. Right. But you're saying that's the first mistake. Change the, is going to disrupt the... Fir- the first mistake is thinking that things will always continue the way they are as status quo because everything, even if it's, if, even if it's minute, mm-hmm. everything goes through some sort of change. Right? Mm-hmm. So, even with your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. You, have the, you have the phase where it's just you and your wife, right? Mm-hmm. Then your child comes along. That brings along. That brings about change. Change. Right? Right. So now the things that you've done before, that you're not necessarily doing them, or you might still be doing them, but maybe Remix the it. routine has changed, change, right? Because before um, it was like, bring your ass here, let me hit that, kill that. Yeah. Now it's like, quiet your ass down. Let's put him to sleep right. first. And then let me quietly hit that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So this is something new. So now change. you got to so go through that change. Yeah, right? go through that change. You, you grow this child mm-hmm. so they become an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go away from you. That's another stage of change because you've had 18 years of this kid being in the household, right? Mm-hmm. When that kid leaves, believe me, that's a change you are going to feel. Either you're going to be, you know what I mean, it, it, excited because they're out of the house and you don't, you know what I mean? You can do what the hell you want. Baby, it's time now. We don't have to wait for this kid to go to sleep. Right. Or you're going to be like, eh, it's only been a day and I already missed it. You know what I mean? Like that change is there. Like, so you're always going to go through change, right? right. With relationships, mm-hmm. if you wake up every morning and do the same routine every day, at some point, you're going to get bored with each other. You have to put in a mechanism that's going to break up either routine. The monotony. The monotony of things. To create a change. To, to make it a different. And then go with that new change. Exactly. Gotcha. It's, better to, it's better to create the change mm-hmm. than to wait for the change to happen. Ooh. Well put. Hmm. 
Let's go. Better to create the change than to let the change wait for the change to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can 150% agree with that. I'm not mad at that. Yo, could a person have it all? Like, let's say a person, the, the job, the car, the family, the picket fence, the house, the presidential pup. Like, the, could a person have it all? All at once. Could they make that that progressive change to get all of those types of things? To get it all at once. I don't know. Because it is, it's, it's what are you satisfied with, right? Mm. I think that plays a big role in it. So, let's say you're not satisfied with where you are in job-wise. Yeah. But you're satisfied in Let's say family, house, um, car, but the job is the only thing that's not there. So you, you just make that change. You make that change to get the job. You make that change to get the to job. Get the job and change the job. And and that's the only piece you need to change. Well, and you gotta also be careful in making that change to get that job. You don't upset anything that you already have that you want to remain stable. Oh, so I hear what you're saying. So the ecosystem would be fucked. Yeah. Because you, you don't want to make that change. You need to change your job and you find out the job is fucking... More hours. More taking hours. away from your family. Exactly. Uh, give you more drive time in your car right. that you love. Because now, now that change that you made, you changed the job. Yeah, but that also changed the situation that you wanted to remain stable. Really? So you can't have it all. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like it's what what do you what are you willing to sacrifice and what are you willing to give up? And I don't think you can have it all. And there's there's always something that you've always or probably always want to achieve. I don't think there's always just that limit where you stop. I feel like you can have it all, but not at the same time. Because hmm. if we're gonna go by change, like even let's say like my my previous relationship should you know if, if my ex here that she probably might be mortified <laughs> but but I mean <laughs> it comes to a point where I want the change to go from single to being with somebody okay then I make the change to take set person onto as girlfriend right make the change again to right. make her to fiance make the change again turn into wife I want children I want the house I want the car right. We have to make this change to get the children. But I still have the wife. So I'm still adding on and stuff. So like I said, like now with the job or the career, yeah. I might be taken away from the family for a bit. Right. Something else might come on the plate and some things might get moved to the side. So I feel like you can have it all, yeah. but just not at the same time. Because at, if I said like, did you ever have a relationship? Do you ever had a fiance? Were you ever engaged? Did you have a kid? Did you have the house? Did you have the car? Yes, 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 and yes. Yeah. Just at different time increments. Right, right. So I feel yes, but just different time. Yeah, and I think, well, sometimes to achieve certain things, you got to be so, kind of selfish with your, your time too, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you got to put the time in and effort to create and get, make certain goals for yourself. Mm -hmm. So in a situation like that, then yeah, I, I, I can see it happening. But then this is why 
you we've always we've always hear the 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 talk of get your education, your career first, then settle down and have a family. Yeah, it's always it's always like preached to you that way, mm-hmm. right? Simply because. If you if if you're looking at having it all, mm-hmm. then the end that's the angle of having it all, right? So mm-hmm. now you're you're working towards that. So each phase is a, is a step. Mm-hmm. Kind of make kind of makes sense. No, you what you're saying. Like I like you have you and you're having everything, right? You say that you you may not have it all at once, once. but at that end stage, you probably might have it all at once. You might have a flashback of it all have, at once. You might have a flashback all at once. Yeah, you might, you know, like life flash for your eyes. You'd be like, oh shit, I had this, 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 and this. Right. But I feel like... But going back to your example, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we had a nice family. Everything is good, but except a bad job. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm saying, as long as you, you can go ahead and try and change the job, as long as it doesn't change or affect anything that's over here. Right? So what if you get that job that doesn't change or affect, or affect anything over here? So you can't have it all. At that point, wouldn't you say you have it all? Pretty much. At the same damn time. At the same damn time. Yeah, I've heard that song in a minute. Future. I mean, I dig it. Hmm. I dig the concept. But a lot of people just look, they're so quick to say no. Yeah. But I even get just a thought. Because I want to say, we were kind of, brainwashed is not the wrong word. I want to say, we were kind of cultivated. To mm-hmm. think you can't have it all. But then living in America and North America, yeah. that's the kind of the dream we're kind of sold. Or even immigrants are sold to that dream. Leave your third world country, come to Canada, come to America, where you can buy that nice house if you work the your dream. ass off. The Living dream. the dream. And then so people feel like they could have it all. Yeah. And then when the taste of reality kicks in, it's like, it's not as simple as it thinks. You're like, Fuck it, I can't have it all. Like, no, you can. Yeah. But in your aspect and in my aspect, yeah. it works in those realms. Yeah. Those are called solutions. <laughs> those are breakthroughs. breakthroughs. Those are breakthroughs. Yes, yes. It also depends on what you consider all. Interesting. What do you mean by that? Well, maybe the job that maybe you don't need the job. To feel like you've completed that stage. So I'm um, a stay-at-home husband? You'll be a stay-at-home husband. I can do that. You can I, do that? I don't know. She might be down for that. I feel like stay-at-home husbands don't get that much vagina. You don't think so? I, I feel like they don't get that much. Because mm, she's always working? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like you get like celebrational vagina, like to get, I, I got, got a raise. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got, I got, he got the, I got a raise pussy. He's like, you're all right. This is great, honey. So tonight, tonight, yeah, why not? Well, I'm still on this she, high. She call you up on the middle of while you cooking. I'm gonna grab a bottle of wine. Put on a, put on your best trousers. <laughs> Grim that damn, that red and white speedo boy. Come out there and pose up. You rang, my dear. Yeah. Because you basically, Jeffrey, answer the door in something nice. <laughs> <laughs> and pray it's not fucking February. <laughs> so you can freeze your damn dick off and go soft. Uh. Um, one last thing. Who's more, who do you feel is more resilient? Men or women? Here's why I say this. Hmm. I had a conversation with a woman 
And I felt like this woman was, I don't want to idol worship, but fuck it. You know, I, I can repent. I can ask for forgiveness after this episode. You can. You can. You can ask for forgiveness right now. There's no timer. Dear Lord, forgive me. I'm about to give this woman a little praise. She about to be an idol real quick. Um, A woman I know, a woman I met, mm. I met her and we were in conversation and stuff. And she said, you seem like a happy, joyous person. She said that to me. Okay. So I said, I try to be. Yeah. I try to be. She's like, which is good. What's the deepest trauma you had in your life? I'm like, oh, shit. I like when people ask me spicy questions because I always ask spicy questions. Right. So I said, I've been through some stuff. I try to make sure those negatives don't affect me in a positive, you know, to mess with my positive. Yeah. So I said, what about yourself? And I was like, she was a cheerful person and stuff as well. Yeah. She said she lost her 12-year-old daughter in a car accident. Mm. She has two kids and a 12-year-old was the older one. Right. She was in another car and I think there was four people in the car. Her daughter and someone else in the car died. Yeah. Another two survived. For a couple to go through some stuff like that, a person. Let me not even uh, go to... Uh, yeah. Let's go to a person. For a person to know for a fact that... I always heard this in the past. In times of peace, children bury their parents. In times of war, war. and strife, yeah. parents, parents bury their, their children. children. Yeah. For a parent to have to bury their child, that's a, that's a lot to come back from. Oh, yeah. The energy that she radiated and she was giving off yeah. and that good vibe... Mm -hmm. It didn't seem like nothing like that. How many did, did she say? How many years had had passed? At two, the time? two years. Okay. Two. That's that's good for two that's years. What? That's good for two years. What? So I was like, yo. So she was telling me she um she used to work out there in Cornwall. Okay. With the Canadian Army, mm -hmm. and she's a, she's a shrink. She used oh, to yeah. do like a lot of. Should I ask if she knew Sergeant King? I did, of course. Oh, come okay. on, oh, yeah. come on, come yeah. on, come on, come on. Yeah. Of course I did. Shout out to Sergeant King. Salute. So, I mean, when I was talking to her, she, I asked her, I said, how do you come back for something so fast? She said, it's resilience. Right. Resilience training. People can do push-ups and sit-ups to make sure their arms and their chest and mm -hmm. their, their core is strong. Yeah. What do people do to get mentally stronger? <sighs> We spoke about that. They need classes in school. Yes. So, I mean, she said, for a woman mm -hmm. and a man, a, a situation like hers yeah. is very, very, very different to deal with. Yeah. She said her husband, she felt like her husband kind of got over it a lot faster yeah. than she did. She right. said it took her two years, but it took her husband and stuff like three, four months. Yeah. And she kind of got vindictive to the husband, like, right. the fuck? Right, right, right. But she said, she feels like men are more resilient. This is coming from a doctor. Peace. Okay. Please. Go ahead. Fire away. Now, I wouldn't say resilient. Mm -hmm. I would say more, more logical and less emotional. So you don't think men are in touch with their emotions? You know I'm emotional no, orange. not saying that they're not. I'm saying 
they're more logical yeah. than emotional. Okay. Right? So, and could be logical to a fault because them thinking, okay, what, what do I do now? Okay. I got to act strong. Right? Mm-hmm. I can't break down. I got to keep things moving because life still goes on. I still got the family. I, you know what I mean? I got to make sure bills is... So, the, the, so instantly we move into the father protector, husband protector role that we, we think that we're groomed for. That he submitted for. That he submitted for. Right. But in doing all of that, he's got to bury all that emotion that's inside, which is not a good thing. No. You're right. So, so he may look resilient and mm-hmm. he may act resilient, but I think that should probably is really tearing him up inside. Even when you think, oh, this, that, that, and the third. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, how are you handling this so well? No, he's not handling it well. Just the, just the logic in his head saying, I can't now shut down mm-hmm. because if I shut down, that's probably going to make you shut down even more. And if the two of us shut down, what does that do for our, our, our child that's still here? What does that do for us living our day-to-day lives? And, but I still think that's part of resilience because I feel that if it's a ball dropped from a high place, if the ball bounces again, yeah. that's, that's resilience coming, coming back up. It's, resi- it's re- being resistant from the ground to bounce back up. Right. And could have been deflated and just drop and stay. But I, I think, though, if, if we didn't have that logic... Mm-hmm. Or think with that logic, mm-hmm. we'd be just a, we'd be just emotional and not as resilient. But I feel like to some women are super logical. Yes, and this and so the next part I would like to say to that is that you're sexist. We said it earlier. This situation <laughs> can be vice versa. It right. depends on the person, really. So it's not really a sex. Or- I, it's not a se- it's not a sexist thing. The, no, no, what, sex. I, what I would stay, stay away from the sexist. What I would say mm. though is that if we if we're operating on on that lines, mm-hmm. men tend to, to think more logical, and women tend to think more emotional. Fact that studies have proven that, right? Yeah. So if we're if we're if we're basing off of that, mm. then you can you can see why a man would be considered more resilient mm. or seem to bounce back more quicker because. He's shutting, he's the logic side of his brain is shutting down the emotional side. Where the uh, where in women, the emotional side will throw all logic out the window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had an example in my head, but I don't want to share. <laughs> yeah, I'd say yeah, I, I, I have tons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have tons. You get me. I get you. Okay. I get you. That's all right. That's all right. Um, is resilience a social economical thing? Like, I feel, just me, mm-hmm. I feel like, I'm not shitting on races, any races, but I feel like a lot of people, especially like the black and kind of like the Asian folk, yeah. they can handle a, a fucked up situation and kind of move on a lot faster. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I feel like, Okay, we know within a black community, death kind of comes often. Hell, we learned that with cops. Mm-hmm. And we know that these cops and stuff don't like us. Specific cops. Not all cops. Yeah. But specific cops. Yeah. Just don't like us for a situation, for 
For us being us. Us being us. We're a problem to them. We might get killed. I don't think it's going to stop. We're going to get killed. Right. And if we get killed and everything, we're resilient to know for a fact that like set people are hurt, but they know they have to keep it moving because it's kind of like a situation like, well, what else are we going to do? Exactly. And then you have some other folks, other races, yeah. that's kind of like, my life has ended. I can't do anything else from this. I just lost a family member. I mean, look at it from this standpoint. Mm-hmm. You have some people who will be able to get bereavement while others won't. True. So, some people don't got no time to <laughs> sit around and wallow in, in feelings. No, they got to keep it moving. They got to keep it moving. Bills ain't stopping. Bills ain't stopping. Yeah. Whereas, Mr. Bereavement over here, take a, you know, they'll probably only get two weeks of bereavement, mm-hmm. but take a whole month because they can afford the extra two weeks off. I think, yeah, that, that's, that's. And that's, just be lying in their bed, ah, lamenting and wait. They have time. They can give themselves time to grieve and get over a certain situation where now nah, most of the people in the black community, we got to keep it moving. A lot of times we ain't even got, we ain't even got the money to bury whoever just passed. I think but that's, we hustling to get the money for that. True. But I feel like you see, I think because we're so used to, every race has a good portion of death. Mm-hmm. And every yeah, death, ra- don't, death don't discriminate. Death don't discriminate. Death don't discriminate. And a lot of heartache and stuff as well. But I feel like black people have been getting getting the shafted end of the of the spectrum. Yeah. For the longest that we kind of made peace with the bad in a bad way. Yeah. But we kind of try to put a positive spin on the bad. The word bad used to mean bad yeah. across the board. Now yeah. the bad means good. Imagine. Black folks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fat. Yeah. Fat. Heavyweight. Heavy set. Mm. Fat. P-H-A-T. Pretty hot and tempting. Mm. Bitch, female dog. One sexy bitch. Damn, use a sexy bitch. Bad bitch. Black. Yeah. We're resilient enough to kind of change these things. Yeah. Because we're not really reluctant to change. <laughs> no, we ain't reluctant to change at all. <laughs> we've been keeping it moving. They're like, eh, you give us a negative? Shit. We've been- nigger. Nigga. What's up, my nigga? Yeah. So, I mean, we've been doing this for centuries. Centuries. Centuries we've been doing this. Some other races, they haven't been doing this that long. Right. So I feel like the resilience is that when when they get into a situation, they have to take the time to try and know thyself. Yeah. And try to understand themselves. Like when you said pertaining to the man, we don't know what he went through in his aspect. He wasn't there. Right. Right. When I when I when I met her and I spoke to her. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. But I'm thinking on that aspect, but then I'm thinking another aspect and stuff like the first thing I thought about when she was telling me, it was like, she was kind of upset. I'm like, y'all have another kid. Yeah. You have to keep moving for this kid. Yeah. But that's your that's the logic in your brain talking. And that's the logic in your brain talking. Look though. at you. Look at you. Because if you were a pastor and I was a Muslim chick, I might peel off the panties for you. Because she could have told another person, male or female, mm. right? Who are more in tune with their emotional side? Oh, could you believe him? The nerve of this guy! 
my God. Exactly. Men are so insensitive. Exactly. Yeah, I see it. By the way, ladies, we're not shitting on you. They don't come for our hair. They don't come for our hair. Because there's, there's women who think very logical and then there's men who think very emotional. That's that's why I started saying, you know, science will tell you it's a, a it's typical for men to think logical very true. and women to think emotional. But there there are anomalies that, you know what I mean, within everything. Very true. It's not a set rule. All right. Get to the question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. You ready? I feel like there should be like something like like, like lightning bolt somewhere. Question of the week. I don't mean you run it. I know, I know, I know the engineer of the show. I'll try to figure out something. I'll try to figure out something. Um, what is the kindest act someone has done for you? Kindest act. The kindest act someone's ever done for you. Give me a keychain. Giving you a keychain. Yeah. What's so special about the keychain? Um, I wasn't expecting it. It was just an ordinary keychain. So I bring was, you a keychain um, tomorrow. Are we good to go? We Gucci? Nah. Okay. Nah, nah, you gotta bring me a little bit of something more than that. I think it's the it's who I got it from. Oh, okay. So I'll give the story down since you please. Yeah, I, I, we need about to, we, the keychain. Yes. So um back when my uh my oh he would be my eldest nephew. G is G older than? Is he the oldest nephew I am? Possibly. I, I'm thinking so. Yeah, he older than John. John John. No. No. John John. No. So then John John would be the oldest nephew. Yeah. I am. So then so G. He um this would have been like I guess when he was around maybe eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. I was coaching his basketball team. Mm-hmm. Like they little, had a little rec league and stuff like that. So all, all the kids and stuff like that coached. Now, this is my first time ever coaching anything, mm-hmm. right? It's basketball. <laughs> he never won a single game. <laughs> Did you buy him ice cream? The entire <laughs> season, right? But right. no, I would take, you know, after the games, I would take them to you know McDonald's or after practice, I would take them to McDonald's. Right, keep like the spirits that. up. I mean, so we had fun, right? right? There's there's a couple games that we came really close, but I really wanted them to just win one. You know what I mean? I think they were the old Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they were the old <laughs> Cleveland Browns. And I think that, not the new one. I think I think that kind of bothered me that I couldn't get them to at least win one. Mm. And um one day. When the when the kids on the team he came, he just came back from uh, I think they went on vacation. He came back from Australia. Mm-hmm. And he said, Coach, this is for you. And he he had a, a keychain. Mm-hmm. You know, he's from Australia. And they said men are in men are insensitive. And I was like, dude, I was like, because you don't have to do that for me. You know? Right. You don't have to give me anything or anything like that. And I was like, it's like, wow. You know, most team, most kids that age would be like, our coach sucks. We didn't win a damn game. <laughs> He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And, right. and it just made me feel good because right. I was being appreciated for just being there. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that made me feel good. Yeah, don't get all misty. I just thinking about it. 
It touched. Yeah, we got to no, it's it touched, cool. It we we got to remember these we got to remember these moments. Yeah, these yeah, help yeah. define and build the person cuz I always tell people like gratitude before attitude. Right. But people always forget like these kind moments and these kind gestures and they just kind of wipe them away and then when they see other dark acts of humanity, yeah. they forget about the forget good about moments the good, that yeah, that, yeah. that hit them. Yeah. I think with me was uh when I was uh when I was in school, when I was in school one of my boys and stuff salute to HO H.O. Um, Hollywood. We were in a situation where he came to my house because I was a student. I was working. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before the porn site. Mm. Okay. And he came through and stuff and I did like grocery. I think I probably did like small groceries and paid rent and everything like that. Wasn't driving, wasn't doing too much. Like I said, a struggling student. And then he came through and he opened the fridge and he only seemed like a like like I think I, a juice box, like, you know, Fruitopia, like big one, yeah, right? Yeah. You just seen a carton of that. And like, he's like, Yo, you don't got no milk? I'm like, you plan to make some cereal? Because I'm like, I don't got no cereal on top of the fridge. Yeah. Whatever, right? He's like, nah, it's all good, whatever, right? He's like, oh, walk. He's like, come with me. He's gonna, he has to pick up some groceries and shit for his mom. Yeah. He has to pick up some groceries before his, for his mom before he heads back to Brampton. Right, right. Right? So I was like, all right, cool. So we went. And everything, I'm like, all right, let me pick up the milk you were complaining about. Yeah. Whatever. And I picked up some cereal and everything like that. And then he was like picking up like mad shit, whatever, right? Like some meats and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Boom. I cash out. I'm waiting for him. He cash out. We go back and stuff like that, whatever. So I'm like, he's like, I'm going to drop you off and then I'm going to keep it moving. So I'm like, cool. We go to the back of my building. You remember my old building. So yeah. we went, spent around. Then we pulled up to the front. Whatever. He threw the bags in the back. In the trunk. Yeah. So then when he popped the trunk and stuff, whatever, and everything like that, I got my bags right in like between my legs. Yeah. So I'm walking into the building yeah. and he's walking behind me with all the groceries he picked up. So yeah. I was like, that was for your mom. So he's like, yo, don't let pride stop you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing a good thing. Yeah. You're putting yourself through school. You're getting your, you're, you're trying to make a mark in the world. Yeah. He's like, if you need help, don't shun and forget I like that. this, whatever, right? I like that. And I gave him a hug. I took the groceries and when I went inside, I bawled. Yeah. I bawled. Yeah. And I, I told I told him, he knows I love it. I told him, I told him, I'm like, I'm like, well, I was younger, so you know, my I was kind of, I guess, semi-homophobic. <laughs> but, I, but I was saying, I was like, I'm like, real talk, you're like, minus a man in my family. Yeah. You're actually a man that I do love. Yeah. Cause I never would have thought that something like that would have ever happened to me. Yeah. So part of those things are part of the reason why I try to pay it forward when I have the when opportunity have and the I have the chance. Opportunity and have the chance. And that was the kindest thing somebody's ever done for me. Nice. So yeah. Like I said, these things, these moments and stuff, they're good. I think um, to the listeners and stuff, like take the time and just really sit down and think. Like to be kind and just think about the kindness that just people the, have shown you. Dude, I was I was in um the lineup at work, the, the cafeteria lineup at work, mm. right? I mean, this dude was talking and he said something that was, it just had me laughing. I just couldn't stop laughing, couldn't stop laughing. Mm. So we get, we, we get our coffees now and we get the cash out, right? And I was like, I pay for my coffee and I go, and his coffee too. Mm. And she goes, and she took the money, she goes, he looked, he looked at me, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, bro, you don't have to do it. He goes, like, thank you. I said, no. I was like, you, you brighten my day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, brighten my day. And it's like, cool. He goes, what's your name, by the way? I go, Andrew. He told me his name. His name's Peter. 
cool. So anyway, he drives the tuggers that brings the parts to everybody's stations okay. and so forth like that, right? Okay. So one day I'm at my I'm at my station working, just chilling. I just hear, Andrew. And I look up. This guy stops his stops his tugger, gets off with the coffee in hand, walks over and says, Yo, this is for you, bud. He gives me a coffee and says, paint it back. And just kept it moving. And it's like shit. Hmm. I was gonna go get a coffee, but now I get a coffee. It's it's here. Pay but it's just that it's just that random act of kindness that yeah. shows people who you are. Yeah. And then people, I wouldn't say, I I wouldn't say it's a it's a respect thing, but more of an appreciative thing. Of you know what? I appreciate the type of person you are. I, I can also respect the the type of person you are, but I appreciate it because you didn't have to do that. For me. Right. Absolutely. You, you, you didn't have to do that. Right. Exactly. All right. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's a little touching end to everything. Yeah. Yeah. See, we rain yeah, in. We, we, we rain in. We rain in. All right. Is it with the Ask the Sons real quick and slide out. All right. First, Ask the Sons. My name comes from My Name is T. When did your body betray you? During sex. <laughs> you got a body betrayal during sex? I caught a wicked-ass trolley horse <laughs> in my calf muscle when I was killing it from the back. And I couldn't function properly. And I ended up going soft with the condom on, oh, on my back. Shit. She felt bad for me. She was rubbing my leg with some um, icy hot. <laughs> 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 Yeah, to get the ice hot. <laughs> it, was, it was crucial. I was like, oh, my leg. My leg. And she said, like, mm, mm, Okay. So, same nephew. Mm-hmm. Right? One day we were over, we were over by uh, my sister's. Uh, this is when she lived in the, the, the building okay. in Mississauga. Yeah. So, the building was right beside the YMCA. YMCA was right across the street. Okay. Right? So, when he was, me and him were just chilling. He's like, yo, want to go over to Y? He was like, yeah, cool. So we went over to Y. And we're there just, okay. just, just shooting a ball and stuff like that. So, so there was a, uh, a father and son there, right? Mm-hmm. So they were, you know what I mean? So they were playing and stuff like that. They were hooping and stuff like that. So the father was like, two on wanna, two? Y'all want to run a two, and, two on two? Me with my stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Mind you, bro, I ain't played basketball since high school. <laughs> to the folks that don't know, off off camera, this is the same dirt bag that told me, don't let your mouth write a check. Your ass can't cash. And now here we go. Continue, kind sir. So I'm like. All right, so yeah, yeah, bet. All right, well, let's do this. So I was like, all right, G, you take the you take the popsicle. He looked kind of naive, like he ain't that he ain't got the shape with him too tough. You know what I mean? So I think you can. You know what I mean? You can you can hold him down. So the sun looked a little bit more frisky. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm gonna deal with the sun. All right, all right, no, all right, dude. <laughs> Ah! 
after the first game, it felt like blood was in your lungs. It felt like someone took all the newspaper that they could find, mm-hmm. scrunched it up in one big ball, put it in my chest, and lit that shit on fire. <laughs> my insides were burning. Burning to the point where I thought I, was, I thought I was gonna die, bro. I thought I was gonna I was even and shit, trying not to look tired, but I was tired. And homeboy with his fresh as hell, frisky, frisky as hell. Like you said, and I was like, no. Nah. I learned my I learned myself a lesson that day, bro. My body betrayed <laughs> me. All right. Don't fuck with these kids. No, 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 you can't. You we can't, spoke man. about don't fuck with these yeah, kids. You can't. Uh, next question comes from Seed Giver. What qualifies as bad sex? Where do I start? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, not too much from my side of stuff that qualifies as bad sex, but no participation. Um, smell, not sound, you know. Yeah, smell is the ultimate. Yeah, smell, no participation, and I want to say, well, I guess that would fall in participation. So, smell and participation of what I can think of right now. Yeah, I would have to go with smell and participation as well. That would just be, yeah, they would be main killers. Yeah, because if you're there, like you know, she can ah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're the man, you're the man. Yeah, and she started filing her nails during the process. Be like, yeah, yo, you're not getting with the program. Yeah, then I might get me and say, might be throwing a hot dog in the hallway. Let me get up. This is true. This is true. Uh last one comes from Crybaby007. Any advice on how introverts should flirt? Mm-hmm. Eye contact is definite. Yeah, eye contact is definite. I'm sorry, introverts. I know eye contact might not be a strong thing for you guys. I'm an extrovert. But at least start with that. Yeah, because you can communicate through your eyes. And then they, and if hopefully, if you have an extroverted type of person, they might say, Hi, is everything okay? You're like, follow up with a compliment. Yeah, yeah. A compliment. I'm sorry. I couldn't help but staring, but I was captivated by your beauty. Because this asshole over here defines beauty <laughs> like it came from God Himself, and something that's, that's captivated, something that's something that's appeasing to the soul. Yes, fucking a. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what advice can you give to the introverts? <laughs> um, going with a plan. I think if it's you know, if it's somebody that you've been eyeing for a while because most introverts will probably eye for a while before they go before they make a move Uh, try and find out uh, certain things about that person Mm -hmm. like if you've noticed them read a particular book um, try and find out what the author is things that you might be able to strike up conversation Mm -hmm. with Uh, we say this all the time the better prepared that you are the easier the task becomes so if you kind of have an idea of, you know, 
start with the steer, like Marvin says, but have an idea of what you would like to say to that person and kind of practice how you would, would say it so you kind of feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I would say just, just, just have, have the confidence to let the conversation to just be able to go where it goes from there. Because not because you're an introvert doesn't mean that you can't hold a conversation. No. And I think, I think the, that's the a misconception. Initial, that's a misconception. Because mm-hmm. I think the initial, the, the initial is getting over the fear of the approach. Right. But once you're there and the conversation's going, most of introverts can hold a conversation. So you, if, you're, if you're preparing yourself to deal with that fear of the approach and you have you know, a few opening questions that you've, you've practiced, I think you're halfway, you're already halfway there. Well put. All right. Preparation is the key. Well put. All right, man. For the soul say the sons. So says the sons. And then we can slide out for the week. So say the sons this week says science fiction is just science fact waiting to happen. COVID vax. So says the <laughs> sons. <laughs> well said. Yeah. No, if you think about it, if, if, I mean, if we go back to all the like old Star Trek stuff, we got cell phones now. That's the, what the, the Star Trek communicator. Yeah. The Star Trek communicator. Um, yeah, electric cars. You know, was, electric cars. We got a lot, of, a lot of things. Roombas. Robots. Yeah. Clean. Robots that fuck. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff was fiction before, and now they're now fact. Fact, yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Peace. Don't, don't go out there adulterated. Adulterated. <laughs> don't, don't be. Don't be adulterated. <laughs> Peace. The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King, marvelous. <laughs>